Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, everybody. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe that summer is almost over. Um, it always disappoints me. I love summer. Um, I, I see the kitties going back to school. I see fall clothes in the stores. And damn it, spice is coming back and coffee and all of our goodies. And I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I want summer to stick around forever. But I had a, a very interesting and um, fruitful but sad summer as well. So I'm, I'm ready for a season change, I guess is how you could say it, even though I don't want summer to end. But one of the things that I do love about the transition uh, from summer to fall is um, fashion changes and trends and all of that stuff, you know, and you start kind of keeping your eye out for what's new, what's happening, what's the, what's the go-to. I think people start to, uh, you know, wrap up the, the, their time with their family and, and start getting back into business. And that always excites me as well because things start getting busy again in fall. And um, my guest today is going to fill us in on some of those makeup trends. So I get, today is going to be joining me is Christian McNally. And, you know, he's been in the makeup business for a very long time. He's not only a makeup artist, but he's a hairstylist too, um, which I think a good, which I think really creates that nice balance for somebody to be able to talk about fashion trends and makeup trends as well. Um, he's done a lot of red carpet stuff. He's done a lot of events and TV films and videos. He's been a platform artist and educator. He's going to fill us in on his uh, company and how you, if you've ever had any interest in being a makeup artist, how he does train people to be makeup artists. Um, but I look forward to my conversation with you, Christian. So welcome. Thank you for having me, Bonnie. You are so welcome. I know we've been going back and forth for many years on some great ideas and some fun opportunities um, in the beauty industry. And uh, it's God, been, I, yeah, it's been great. I think, I, think, I think you and I have known each other for, I don't, I don't know if I want to mention all the years, but I'd say a good 20-ish. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, it probably has been. And um, I think one of the things that I've always enjoyed about Christian is his, his level of creativity. So not only can he kind of, you know, cross borders and really be creative with his looks, but he also keeps things beautiful and simple. And, and I'm a big fan of beautiful and simple when it comes to trends and makeup, uh, you know, classic looks um, and being able to kind of take makeup and fashion trends and have them be more universal, not necessarily for the younger or for the older, I, I, I don't like those conversations, Christians, and it's probably because I'm getting older myself. I don't like the conversations <laughs> where it's like, well, if you're over 50, you shouldn't be wearing shimmer or things like that. You know, I like timeless trends that I think can carry through um, for many different generations and um, and for different looks and, and feel for it. So I know you're going to share us in on some of those things as well. We're going to talk about Oh, but today. of course. Yeah, we're going to talk about some makeup trends. We're going to talk about fall trends, what you see coming for fall, because I'm always excited to hear that. Even though, you know, with the way that uh, the fashion shows go and New York Fashion Week and all these things go, it's like we, we're seeing what's supposed to be happening in fall in, um, in spring because there's just no, there's no release date anymore. Everything's out there. Everything's, you know, for the taking with social media and the internet today. But I know you're going to share with us some oh, gosh, yeah. Um I know you're going to share with us what are, some, what are some ways, you know, what are some things that people need to know if they chose to take uh, a career in makeup artistry? Because, you know, everybody, I think every young girl that gets tapped into that tube of lipstick and that shimmering eyeshadow at a young age, they all think, oh, I want to grow up and I want to do makeup on beautiful models or movie stars. Oh, it is such a trend these days, that's for sure. It's very way, much a trend, so yeah, oh, I know you're going to hear that. More than, way more than when I was, you know, getting into it at 17, you know, in the, in the, in the early 90s, and, you know, nobody knew, you know, there was makeup artists, but they were like Pat McGrath. 
you know, and now and it's become so much of a trend to be a makeup artist. Um, and nobody knew who they know, were. Excuse me? Yeah, nobody knew who they were either. They were kind of like this hidden gem behind the, oh, you know, gotcha. behind the <laughs> I've worked, I've worked with them all at some point and, and, you know, in, you know, definitely in my career. Um, and it was, it was like a little elite group of, you know, makeup artists and either you were in or you were out or you were trying to be, or it wasn't very popular. You know, everybody wanted to be an actor or, you know, a singer or a rock star. And now, you know, the trend of being a makeup artist is, you know, and, you know, in, in platform hair, hairstylist and so forth is, you know, that's the new rock star. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it has rock star qualities. Now, <laughs> if they can do it right, that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. Because I've well, seen lots of aspiring makeup artists that maybe need a class or two. And, you know, I like Instagram and, and uh, you know, and uh, um, YouTube. But, uh, you know, it's good to get some professional classes as well and just not be learning, you know, just on the, on the Internet because you're not really learning that much. You're learning how to do that person's makeup. Yeah, and you know what? That's 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 a definite topic that I'm sure we're going to touch on here. But first, Christian, I want to be able to hear about because one of the titles that I did not give you yet was photographer. So you kind of you're 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 a little bit of doing it all, and so you're a wealth of information for us. But I'm always more interested in the backstory of you know what was it that had you even get involved in beauty and then kind of take that path down to makeup. And I know that you work with your wife and. Um, you know, there's, there's a story there too. So fill us in on that part of you. Well, uh, and, well, it's ex-wife, but, um, uh, but yeah, so I, I basically, I, you know, I can, I'll give, you know, I'll give you the funny version as I tell everybody, you know, I got in this industry to meet women. Um, but that's not so true. I did get into it, uh, when I was about 17 years old and I had moved from Seattle to Boston, uh, the beginning of my senior year of high school. And my father had an employee of his daughter that like ran around in the Boston area and sprayed people with perfume. And she said, yo, Hey, would you like to do this on the weekends? We'll pay you eight bucks an hour. I was like, well, geez, that's beef flipping burgers. That's for sure. So I guess I was good at squirting people with perfume. And uh, they asked me, I don't know, three, four or five months later, you know, do you want to put makeup on people? And I said, well, geez, I don't know the difference between lipstick and eyeliner because I'm a boy, but uh, sure, you're going to pay me 12 bucks an hour. That sounds beautiful. So I just kind of fell in it and, you know, got to work with, you know, some of, you know, some great mentor makeup artists back then, you know, you had like Joe Blasco, which is, you know, it's a great school, but that's pretty much all you had back in those days. Um, So I really kind of had to mentor out and, you know, make lots and lots and lots and lots of mistakes, um, you know, to figure out my path and how to teach myself. So I did that for a long time, uh, you know, making a lot of mistakes and getting in and getting out. And um, then I just kind of fell into education. Um, I started working with Aveda Corporation uh, back in the uh, early 90s, I guess, mid-90s. Oh, when I moved to San Francisco, that's when it was, because I took off from Boston uh, to then San Francisco. Um, and then when I got to San Francisco, I started working with Aveda and it just, the, the whole education bug got in me. Um, the guy who was supposed to, I was supposed to be trained to teach this class and I've never taught a class in my life. I was never good in school. Um, so like for me to turn around and be a teacher was like, are you crazy? So anyway, the, the, the director at Aveda said, uh, well, the guy who was supposed to do this job quit. And I said, okay. And he said, well, we're going to fly you down to Fresno, California, and you're going to teach this class. And I said, uh, hey, so I've never taught before, <laughs> and I don't know your product. And he said, you know what? You've got a great personality. You've been in this business for a while. Just go do it. And I went down there, and I did it, and I've been hooked on it ever since. Um, and I've educated for Aveda for about a decade, and then I went into uh, educating and being a, a, a speaker for Jane Iredell, Tony and Tina. Um, I've worked with uh, Advanced Minerals, um, and then turned it into my own type of business, uh, Makeup Made Easy. And Makeup Made Easy, we had decided to come out with some like educational videos, you know, that were teaching people how to do, you know, makeup trips, you know, tips and tricks and stuff like that. Um, and then it was sort of successful. Um, you know, we sold a bunch of DVDs, but then, of course, right after that, it all went, you know, in a different, you know, platform. So we kind of changed up, make it made easy. Um, and then about, 
I want to say about seven, eight years ago, um, I changed it to Warpaint Academy. Um, I thought it was a much more fitting name. Um, I loved it because I always said, you know, to women when I'm doing their makeup, like, sit down, let me put your war paint on. Um, and I got lots of grief about it at first about the name. You're like, are you sure you want to do that name? And I said, I'm dead set on this name. I think it's a really cool name. Um, I looked up the ULR and there it was sitting there, makeup, sorry, uh, war paint Academy. So I got that. Um, and what war paint is, Warpaint is a program that we, is a very accelerated learning process. Like we teach you how to be a makeup artist in about 10 days. So you'll learn everything from fashion to beauty to contouring to, uh, you know, weddings to the whole nine yards. Um, because I have had so much experience and I've worked with so many makeup schools and cosmetic companies that I just thought that, you know, there's no reason that you need to be spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to learn how to put on eyeliner that it doesn't take you a week to do it. If you can't learn it in an afternoon, there might be something wrong with you. Or you just this, this business isn't for you. So I was really nervous uh, the first time we, we taught, we were going to teach it. And uh, I was with a friend of mine, and she said, uh, she said uh, are you sure you can do this? And it was, back then it was seven days. So she said, sure you can do this in seven days? And I said, well, I told people I was going to do it, so I figured I'm going to do it. So I did it, and within the first day, um, I, there was 100% improvement from what we taught. So what I did is I let them come in, and, you know, you get to do your own makeup. I don't say anything. I don't do anything. I just walk around the room and watch people make, you know, major, major mistakes. I write down the major mistakes. Then I teach them how I've learned how to do it, and, like I said, a 100% improvement. And, you know, throughout that, it's been, gosh, I've been, I've done everything from fashion shows to photo shoots to celebrities to, you know, a photographer. Uh, I was on the fashion circuit for a long time for about, uh, I don't know, about eight, nine, ten years. And I was, you know, setting up the shots. I was doing the hair. I was doing the makeup. I was doing the clothes. I was doing the whole nine yards. The only thing I wasn't doing is working that little black box which is the camera. So once again, I got to work with, you know, lots and lots of great fashion photographers and they taught me how to do it. And I picked up the camera and, you know, started playing with that as well. Now I don't call myself, you know, a big time professional photographer by any means, but you know, I can definitely make it happen. Oh, that's cool. But well, it's, yeah, it does yeah, become, I mean, so that's, it does become that's very a nutshell. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, we've got more time than a nutshell here. So hold out. Um, it does become very well-rounded, though. Now, I love the idea when you said for your War Paint Academy, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive into that since you kind of went there with me, and I have some interest in, in figuring this out a little bit more for our listeners. Sure. People can sign up for this supposed 10-day program. Do you, I'm sure you have some variables in that, right? Um, but I loved yeah, well, when it's... you said hey, – here's my question, sorry. I loved when okay. you said – you on the first day you just have people do their own makeup and you just kind of observe what are you looking for in that observation well what they do is it's not doing their own makeup they're going to be doing another person's makeup so it is way different doing makeup on yourself than it is to do makeup on another person like for example for me if i sat down and tried to you know now i'm a guy with a guy's face you know, tried to put eyeshadow on and lipstick on and I'm going to look like, you know, a mess, you know? Um, but, and the same thing goes for, you know, you can have somebody that does their own makeup beautifully, but then you have them try to do it on, you know, a 60 year old grandmother or, you know, somebody of a different ethnicity than they are, um, but different eye shapes than they are. And those are the things that you're looking for is to give them as much versatility as humanly possible. So what happens is, is they, you know, they walk in and we go over, you know, the program and what it's going to be. And then I say, and I surprise them. I don't tell them. Um, I say, okay, it's time for you guys to go do makeup. And they're like, what? Aren't you supposed to teach us something? And I'm like, nope, you guys are just going to get up, go do makeup. And um, so they're scared and frightened. And it's, it's probably the most hilarious part of the course altogether because I photograph all of it. So you can see, you know, your first day of class to your second day of class. And we do two professional photo shoots within the program. You get a bridal boot camp um, because I'm big into bridal uh, yeah. with bangs and blush. 
Um, and then we also do one that's like a, like a variety photo shoot at the end so they could mix it up with some commercial or, you know, some fashion. I like them to get variety in it. Um, so that way they walk out with a portfolio, which is, you know, something that's important. So, and it's, it's phenomenal to see, you know, and you can go on my website and you can see some of the before and after stuff. Um, well, it's mostly after stuff, but, um, cause I promise them I won't post the before stuff, <laughs> but I mean, I have all these befores and it's like, you're looking at, I mean, a fall off, like underneath the eyes, it's like black and, you know, just, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a small train wreck. I've seen take you know, bottles of uh, foundation and not even like put it on a pallet, just take the bottle of foundation and squirt it right on their face. So those are the things that I'm looking for. I'm looking for everything from how you hold your brush to how you're putting on the foundation to how sanitary you are, you know, blowing on the brush. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Um, you know, do you know how to use a disposable applicator? Um, you know, uh, all different kinds of techniques. And I, and I kind of filter it out. All the classes are very small like six to 10 people maximum um, right. because I can't teach that large of, you know, I can't teach that quality with a huge class. I did at one point uh, taught like a 25 person class and it was fine. Everything was great. But personally I backed away from that and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Um, I still want it. it, it it's, it's extremely affordable class the way that it is. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do smaller classes. I'm more comfortable with it. So now I call it kind of more of a, it's not, it's, we're not a school by any means. Um, I don't call myself mud. I don't call myself Joe Blasco. I don't even put myself in the same category. Um, we're more of a mentoring type program where you get to work with real working artists. I mean, we, that's what we do. I mean, we're in this business. I only toast these classes probably about God five or six times a year, the full one. Um, and then we do different boot camps, you know, around the country. Sometimes, you know, cosmetic companies like uh, Advanced Minerals will hire me to come out and do like a boot camp with them. Um, other cosmetic companies will say, hey, Christian, you know, we want to, you know, host this. I did a lot of that with, uh, with Jane Iredell. Uh, when I worked with them, I wasn't really like a, like a corporate educator. I was more of an advanced type program where they would sign up and we would do these two, day, two and three day boot camps with photo shoots and, you know, all that kind of fun stuff to kind of give the education world more than just, this is the product. This is what's in the product. Now sit down and write what's in the product. You know, it was all artistry is what I taught. I never taught a lot of product knowledge type courses. I'm not a product knowledge type guy. Um, I'm not, uh, you know, it, PowerPoint for me in a makeup class doesn't make sense. Yeah. So for me, it's all hands-on. It's all working with, the, with that individual. And I don't let anybody slip through the cracks. Um, you know, I'll sit down after hours. I'll, you know, once you're in the, in the war paint family, um, you're, you're in forever. I mean, you, I have students text me all the time. You know, I'm nervous. I'm going to do my first big photo shoot. What am I going to do? I'm like, you're going to breathe. You're going to breathe. And you're just going to get through it. And you're going to have fun. Remember, it's about fun. Worst case scenario with makeup. If you put it on and it looks like total dog poo poo, wipe it off and start over. Who cares? It's not like having my haircut, which I'm bald, you know, and having hair down to your butt and playing with my haircut for a day. You know, it's, it's, if, if you mess it up, you can always wipe it off and put it back on. Um, and sometimes, you know, you'll have students that are a little bit more timid than others. And, you know, you've got to learn to work with those personalities. I mean, I taught a girl, her mother called me. And these are the ones that, you know, just kind of jerk your heart. Uh, she called me and she said, well, she goes, my daughter is really interested in makeup. She's, I think she was 21 at the time, and she had a stroke. So she couldn't use the left side of her body. And her mom said, is there any way that you could still possibly teach her? And I was like, of course I can. I'm just going to teach her how to, you know, work with the other part of her body that she can work with. I'll come up with an idea of how she can get to her products. And because it is kind of a two-handed job. And, uh, you know, she has this, uh, I don't know if she still has it, but it's called Brush Strokes. Um, mm -hmm. And she has this program. And she's a darling woman. Um, and, you know, she loves makeup. I mean, she, super talented. I got to say that she was in the, you know, the top 10% of the, you know, of the class that, that took the course. And she took a bigger course. She didn't, it is before I shrunk it. Um, and, you know, if I can teach somebody that randomly had a stroke in their life 
how to do, you know, a two-handed job. That to me says that, you know, we're doing, you know, we're, we're doing something, right? I mean, I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. I goof up all the time. Yeah. But, well, Chris, uh, what are the type of people that, that do come to your courses? Who, who are these people? What are they expecting and what are they looking for? Bonnie, I've had my dentist take the course. Okay. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, now the majority of it is, you know, lots of students that maybe go to Paul Mitchell or go to, you know, Aveda or, you know, uh, you know students that are in cosmetology school. I got to say that's probably the majority, but I've okay. had uh, uh, realtors take it. I've had, like I said, my dentist take it. I've had this mother-daughter who decided to take it. Now they are on YouTube doing, uh, you know, uh, product reviews um, and in the wedding world. Um, you know, it, 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 all kinds of people. Um, I had this one woman, another, you know, story. She said, you know, her daughter was, I think, 14 years old. And she said, do you take them that young? And I said, yeah, 14 is the youngest. We were doing like a summer program. And she said, well, my daughter's been in and out of trouble. And um, I said, okay, well, she goes, this is her last straw. I'm going to let her do this. And if she doesn't wise up, you know, after that, I don't know what I'm going to do with her. And my, my assistant at the time, she had called me and she said, uh, are you driving? And I said, yeah. She goes, you're going to want to pull over before you read this email from, uh, I'm not going to mention her name, but from what's her name's mom. And I said, uh, oh, crap, did I screw up? Is she all mad at me or something? And she said, no, just read it. And it was this long letter about how I transformed her daughter's life. Oh, that's nice. like, But just by doing, just by doing makeup, I mean, just having a troubled child have their outlet be through art, basically. I mean, that's all yeah. that it is. I mean, it's nothing more than painting a picture. It's just 3D. Yeah, I love that story. Thank you for sharing that. That is, you know, I sometimes think that when you when you said that you wanted to name your company War Paint Academy, I get it. I mean, I get it. It's there's something very first of all, it's fun. Makeup is fun. I think for a lot of us, um, I think it's it's it does transform us. Like immediately, it transforms us, um, and it makes us. You know, for women, it makes us feel more confident and. I think any of those things that work in that arena is got to be a great industry to be in. So, all right. So tell us where is, I know you travel around and do academies with companies and brands, but where is this war paint Academy when you do have programs? Uh, mostly in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville? Um, I'm originally from no, LA. I was just in um, Nashville. We twice. did it. Yeah. So, yeah. So Nashville um, is where we host the big one. Now, if I have interest, um, Let's say that they're, you know, I send out emails, and I've done this before, to any city in America. If I can fill up a class worth of six to eight people, I'll go do it. So, um, you know, we'll put, you know, we'll put together, a, you know, a, a program. I mean, it, the, the cool thing about Warpaint is because we're not like a structured type school type thing, um, it's ready to go anywhere. Um, you know, if I have, let it be a salon owner that wants to do education for their, you know, for their salon people, um, if they want to host an event, um, if, you know, if like, I'm going to go to, I'm on my way to Washington, DC. Um, and while I'm in Washington, I'm talking to this woman who runs a school up there and we're talking right now about, you know, Hey, you got your students there, you know, I'll come there and we'll do a program, whether it be a three day boot camp, a two day boot camp, or the whole 10 day program. Um, you know, I'll do it. It's just, it's, it's just the booking it when you're out of town is more difficult to book that bigger class. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good. Well, that's good. That's good to know. And, you know, before we end the show, Christian, I'll make sure that all your information gets shared so that people can find you and everything. We've got a few more minutes before we're going to be taking a break here. So I just wanted to, I wanted to tap into, you know, listen, makeup is a big thing out there. You know, you've got, you've got, You've got Kylie Jenner. I, I swear, I always say I'm never going to talk about the Kardashians in one of my shows, but I talk about the Kardashians in probably every show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I talk about them a lot, too, especially yeah, if you're a bride. Trust me, you do not want to look like a Kardashian on your bridal day. Um, but here she is. She's building this huge makeup empire and people are buying it and they're and they're loving it. And it's just it, for them, it's so much fun. And they see I think here's what I appreciate about all that she's done. You know, she's young. She's created something. She has a following. They're buying her product. 
and they're they're really transforming the makeup industry as well because oh gosh yeah I mean, you look at these big companies like the Estee Lauders and the Clinique and, you know, even the L'Oreal's and the Maybelline's of the world and everything. And, um, you know, listen, we've been, that's what we've been buying for years as consumers. And then you got this little gal that does these little pop-up things and sells it online and is, you know, close to making a billion dollars here. So, uh, oh, good yeah. There's so many new cosmetic companies that pop up. And people ask me all the time, they're like, hey, have you heard of this cosmetic company? I'm like... No, because I can't keep track of all of them. <laughs> yeah, and I you know, so it, it, yeah, it, it, it is different how the, the the makeup industry has changed because I was back there in the days when, you know, Estee Lauder bought Aveda. You know, I was there at the event at the symposium that you know uh, Willard Leonard came out and Horace was there, and then they told all of us, or you know, thousands of people that worked for Aveda that this was going to happen. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's changed since then, you know, you do have yeah, all these little definitely has. type makeups popping up and because makeup, makeup artistry, makeup, makeup. I mean, it's so trendy right now. I mean, it's, it's before very you trendy. went to the department store when I was in high school and you came to see me for a makeover and that was it. You know, you really didn't have, unless you wanted to go like Avon, you know, yeah. but it's, it's, it's hey, different listen, now, especially Avon. with the. Avon is nothing to laugh about either. I love some of the Avon stuff that they have, but we're going to take a break real quick, Christian, before we have to share, because I'm excited and I want to share more with you. And I can tell you want to share more with our listeners as well. Um, So, but but before we take a break, I want to let you guys know that one of the biggest challenges that I see, listen, I've been doing this radio show for a few years now, and I've had many, many guests on my show. And one of the challenges that I see, not necessarily with Christian, but with some of them, is that they really have a difficult time defining their brand and being clear as to what their product is offering, how it's solving a problem, and who it's solving a problem for. And one of the programs that I've put together is a two-day program called Stages. And this program is designed to be able to help you refine your brand, but be able to speak your brand. So if you are an entrepreneur or maybe you're in an industry um, that you're a solopreneur, you're a, you're, a, you're a startup company, you've got a product that you want to sell, maybe it's a service, and you need help refining that brand. I'm a Story Brand Guide certified trainer and uh, as well as a certified speaker to be able to help you refine that brand, get that message clear, and be able to um, promote your business in a way that feels really, really in alignment and authentic to you. So join me on September 15th and 16th here in Atlanta, Georgia for my two-day program called Stages. And you can go to stagesspeakercourse.com to find out more. It's stagesspeakercourse.com. All right. Stay with us, you guys. Christian McNally, War Paint Academy. When we come back, we're going to talk about trends. We're going to talk about uh, some tools that he's created that have helped make makeup artists' life a lot easier. Um, so stay tuned. We're going to be uh, we're going to be talking about some beautiful tips that will last all day. Be right back. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication? selling, or public speaking skills. Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions, to profits, to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. 
Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert, Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath. Emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. My guest, Christian McNally. He's a self-made makeup artist and hairstylist. Um, so he has War Paint Academy, which we talked about in that first segment, which is a really fun um, program that he offers. And I like the way that Christian described it where he says it's not like a formal schooling. It's more like kind of like come together and, and mentors are going to teach you how to do it. And the, the truth is, is I think that that's probably Christian. The best way for people to learn is more under a mentorship than a formal educational process. So I really appreciate that that's how you, you categorized yeah, your cat- I definitely agree, um, you know, and I've just seen it through people that have taken other courses um, and then have either taken mine in conjunction or one time I had a, it was one of the models that was in the class for one of the photo shoots and she had taken this other course, I won't mention what it is, um, and she said, oh my God, you learn all this in this amount of time and I spent this much money, are you out of your, uh, you know, are you out of your mind? I could have taken this course and I was like, uh, I didn't know. I don't go spying on people, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, I, think it's, I, I think it's a great way to look at it because, you know, there's a lot of aspiring makeup artists out there. So one of the areas that I want to tap into right now is, you know, because you've, ha- you've had experience. You've worked with some really, really high-level uh, teams, uh, some talented makeup artists that work in the industries that I think – there's this perception of, you know, if I can just do a movie star's makeup, I'll have it made type of thing. But give us a little insight as to if somebody was interested in that path, what, you know, what, what they would need to do. What are some credentials they may need to have? What are some tips and tricks that you would recommend to somebody that was interested in that career path? Like wants to get into doing fashion and more celebrity type stuff or like yeah. more... Fashion Uh, celebrities. I always tell people, you know, they ask me all the time, you know, I've done, you know, countless celebrities, you know, Beyonce, Denise Richards, um, Sandra Bullock, you know, all different kinds of celebrities. And and, and people will ask me all the time, how did you do that? I'm like, if I could draw you a map, I would. Um, I've gotten jobs uh, just by being at the right place at the right time. Uh, a movie that I did with uh, Angelina Jolie in it uh, happened to be a friend of mine. I was in the Nashville airport. He was actually the godfather of my children in, in Los Angeles. And I was walking through the airport, and I just bumped shoulders with this guy. And he said, Christian. I said, Mark. And he said, I'm doing a movie here. You want to do it? I said, yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it's stuff like that. It's not it, – it's difficult to be able to do it. Now, having the proper – education, that's important. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, if you, if you do get lucky and you do get one of those jobs and you have to do something that you're completely uncomfortable with or feel like you're untrained in, um, and don't have the, the, the security or the, you know, the feeling like you could be able to do it, that's where you might fail. Uh, when I teach makeup, it's, it's not just eyeshadows and lipsticks and blushes and contour. It's how to be in this industry. That's the most important part. It's 60% talent, 40% can you do the job? You know, can you, where do I stand when I'm a makeup artist? Um, how do I, how, where, where do I go? What time do I show up? It's the business side that so many of them fail at. And that's where you won't rise to the occasion. You understand what I'm saying? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think it is definitely um, definitely one of those things that there's no specific way to be successful in that. But I can tell you the people I know, and you included, have worked very hard, very committed, and very diligently in being an expert in their field so the opportunities oh, sure. show up. I mean, it's, it's just little things about showing up on time. I mean, that's a yeah. big factor. You know, if you show up late or, you know, we've had this happen, you know, with Bangs and Blush and our, our, our wedding agency and, you know, where these makeup artists and hairstylists don't understand how important their job is. This is this woman's most important day of her life. And then you decided to go out last night and not go to work the next day. No one can do your job. You know, that's the hard part to teach is to te- And I drive it into them. Uh, when I teach, I'm like, guys, look, these, these are the important keys that you have to be able to be successful. You have to show up on time. You have to. I don't care if you broke your leg. You show up. Um, and I, I'm not diligent. I mean, I got bit by a black widow spider and showed up for work. Um, but now I'm not saying you have to be as militant as I am, but I understand how important my job is. And that's why I rise to the, rise to the occasion. And people will say, oh, hey, hire Christian because that dude never doesn't show up. Um, that guy is always on top of it. That guy is always given his, his opinion, um, whether they like it or not, you've got to be a team player in this business. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's really, really good advice. I think for anybody. And, um, you know, and I think that there's, like you said, it's just, it's just being showing up, being there on time and then knowing a few good people in the industry that you could utilize as mentors. You know, I know a lot of people that have had some of the, the, their best success was they went and did free work, showed up and said, I'll assist you. Just let me do this. Um, yep. you know, so- <laughs> That's how I learned it, Bonnie. And I, I can't tell, I have done more free jobs in my life than I have ever gotten paid for. Trying to teach that to the newer generation, and I don't want to talk down on that, is difficult. They're like, show me the money. And it's like, you have to do the free work. Uh, like, for yeah. example, doing a celebrity, for example, um, or doing a cover of a magazine. You know, you would think that if I did the cover of, you know, Vogue, that I'm going to get paid $10,000. Yeah, if I'm Pat McGrath, um, or the interiors of the magazine in the, editor- in the editorial section, you're lucky, lucky if you get paid $200. Lucky. Yeah. Uh, now, does it pay on the back end because you did that cover or you did that celebrity? I can't really think, unless it's a movie, most of the celebrities that I've worked on have been pro bono because it pays in on the back end. Yes, yeah, yes. It's, it gives you the opportunities to get booked again that are more paid opportunities or other people like that you have those kind of credentials and will book you for their events, their programs, and their brand events. Oh, you betcha. I mean, and I've gotten more work by doing these free type things, volunteer type things, um, because, you know, I was there, I'm meeting people, um, you know, getting connections, they're seeing the quality of the work. Um, and especially at the beginning of my career, I mean, it was, I, I was a bartender on the side. You know, I did everything I could to, you know, put it together to where I could pursue my career um, by doing a bunch of free stuff. And now you ask people to do that and they're like, oh my God, are you kidding me? I'm like, well, just because you graduated makeup school doesn't make you automatically going to go do the cover of Vogue. You know, you got to get there. You yeah, know, it's difficult. Absolutely. It's a dog, it's a doggy dog world out there now. It is. It's very, very competitive. But let's talk about some of the trends that you're seeing coming up for fall and maybe just even new trends in general, because one of the things that I do know is that in the skin and the makeup category, technology is playing a huge part of it, whether it's ingredients, whether it's packaging, things that are making our lives easier, products that are staying on better. Um, I, I'm loving all the technology that's happening in the in this particular beauty category here. But give us some insight. I want to hear some trends. What do, what do I need to know? Well, you know, I love trends, and you know, this went. I'll back up a couple of years, you know, and I'll show you like like a, like a trend that kind of didn't go over too well, and that was with the whole eyebrows on fleek thing. And, you know, you can, you can say back in, you know, 2015, 16, you know, you had these supermodels. You have to understand, they're supermodels, not, you know, a 45-year-old mom of three. And not saying that that's bad, but 
then you're putting these eyebrows on like a supermodel. And it's like, no, that's not, not working for you. You need to find, and this is what I always say when I get asked this question, everybody has their personal style. It's not like, you know, the 50s where everybody had the certain hairdo, everybody wore red lipstick and the A-line dresses and all that stuff. It's not like the 60s. It's not like the 70s. It's not like the 80s where everybody had an eyes on. You know, I think now in this generation, it's more personal style. You know, get ideas from what you're seeing on the runway, maybe. But you have to keep in perspective that that's on a supermodel, not just a normal, everyday, you know, person. And these, you know, that's the 1% of, you know, that type of industry gets to be that type of supermodel that we're taking these trends off of, which I think is great. Um, but I say, you know, really find your personal style. Um, figure out how much makeup that you like. If you like to wear a lot of makeup, like let's say that you really like, you know, a dramatic eye, um, then go for it. Just make sure that that dramatic eye is, is, is complimenting you. You know, that's something that's important. The makeup needs to complement you and not vice versa. I don't want anybody to come up to any one of my clients, whether it be, well, I mean, if I'm doing a fashion show and I'm, you know, making some crazy look on somebody maybe, but um, for say, hey, your makeup looks great today. That's telling you that they noticed the makeup before they noticed you. I want, God, your eyes are beautiful. Your complexion is amazing. Wow, your lips, not, hey, so you own 32 eyeshadows because I can tell because you put them all on at one time. Yeah. That's so, I mean, that's, that's why, and that's what we saw with the eyebrow on fleek thing. I'm so glad that that is gone. You know, talk about a trend that has changed. Now it's almost, you know, no eyebrows, um, which is, you know, equally as freaky. You don't shave your eyebrows off. You know, you might not like that. <laughs> you know? And I was telling, you know, the brides back in those days, you know, uh, 2015, 16, maybe even 17, you know, it's just like, Hey, you know, you want to, you don't want to be the guy in the baby blue polyester tuxedo in 1972. You want it to be timeless. And I think that that's, find your trend in your clothing. You know, all starts with the textiles. All starts with the clothing. And then build your makeup and your hair around that. You know, so that's, I mean, that, that, that's my recommendation. Yeah. What's your take on um, these like, eyelash extensions and all this going on? I think they're cool. I like them. Um, I mean, I don't know what the long-term effect is going to be. You know, who knows? <laughs> are people, people going to start going blind over it? I have no idea. Um, I doubt it. Um, but I love the, the eyelash extensions. And, uh, you know, uh, Grande Lash is great. And that's one of those, like, um, you know, lash growers. You know, yeah. I, I know Alicia Grande, and her, her product is, is, is amazing. Um, you know, and Latisse and, you know, those types of products. Um, I mean, because I know when I do weddings, it's definitely lashes, lashes, lashes. Now, how I like to do lashes, especially with the brides and stuff like that, I like to use more individual type lashes yeah. instead of putting yeah. a caterpillar strip across your eye. Um, but that's just me. That goes back to that timeless look. Well, I think, and I think for weddings and brides, um, it makes them look more like them because I've seen many situations where the bride before and after, and it doesn't even look like the person, you know, I mean, she's beautiful, but it looks so far from how she normally looks. And it's like, that's not ideal either. That, yep. It's all got to be your makeup artist that's doing bridal. And gosh, I've got to say in the past seven or eight years, I've probably done two or 300 weddings. No, no lie. Um, and a part of it is, you know, making sure that you're doing your wedding trial correctly and, you know, listening to them of what they want, but then also putting your two cents in, I'll tell them, Hey, look, this is just my opinion. If you want to look like, you know, uh, uh, me, on the Drew Carey show, I'll do it. You want to look like a circus clown? I'll do it. I don't care, but take my recommendations and it's want it to be an enhanced version of you. You know, you don't want to look at your pictures and your child says, who's that mom? You know, or you come out and the whole wedding party and, you know, friends and family that are at the wedding are shell-shocked and because you've got, you know, 13 eyeshadows on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I totally get that. Um, Christian, so what are you seeing then? You know, because I like the timeless part of it too, but what are you seeing that might make it interesting for us to look at some fall trends going on here? Well, I still think we're seeing, you know, a little bit more of a, and with, with fall, 
it's either you pick it to where it's going to be, you know, uh, a little bit more of a smoky eye. Um, I think that that is one of those things that's easy to do that everybody can do. And it's around, you know, it, it's a staple. You know, it, the, the smoky eye, whether you're doing it soft and pretty or you're doing it, you know, more dramatic, that's always going to be something that, you know, that everybody can do. And you're going to see different, you know, varieties of that. Um, you know, bolder lips. I love bolder lips. Um, I love I love the neutral lip. Um, it, like I said, it go, it, it's such a hard question to answer because it's, it go, once again, it goes back to your, you know, to your personal style. And I think we're really seeing that now because... You know, I keep referring back to when we had the unibrow thing going on, um, that people have really pulled back on that. And you're, you're seeing that, you know, in the, you know, in the trends and what's walking down the runway. And, you know, and now you have so many different inspirations, whether it be Gucci or, and, you know, they're going to have their thing going on, whether it be, yeah. you know, what you're going to see coming out of Victoria's Secret. Um, they've got their thing going on. Um, pick the one that you like the most, you know, get on the internet, find out who you are and follow those types of trends. If it's too hard, like it, if you're looking at that, like, you know, you know, if you're like, wow, okay, that looks really cool. Uh, maybe hold off on that, you know, find something that's going to be more, you know, your personal style. Lashes are definitely in. Um, you know, you're seeing those lash extensions. It's all about the lashes. Um, you know, you're seeing, you know, a lighter brow. Um, not so, you know, not so, it was a little bit more thick last year. And I think it's kind of tapering down a little bit uh, with brows. But once again, with your brows, if you don't have the brow to do it, don't go colored and in with a Crayola. You see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, um, you know, and that's one of the, I think that's one of the things that a lot of women are challenged by, especially as we get older is our brows just kind of disappear. I mean, you could always put mascara. (laughs) We can can put mascara all day long and get lashes or fake lashes, but people are not very good at putting brows on painting brows on. So that I think is a, is a good area. We were supposed to have Ravit on our show today. Unfortunately, she had to reschedule, and she's created a beautiful brow product. She sent me a sample of it, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, it's it's easy; it's easy to use. But I think brow training is a necessary a necessity right now because uh, women my age we have no brows. We're losing our brows. We have no brows. Right. <laughs> well, you know, there's also on the aesthetic side. Uh, I was, I forgot to tell you, I was also an esthetician for about four or five years. Um, and, you know, um, making sure that they're contoured correctly. Sometimes you'll see that your brow is going away, but it's more kind of like spreading out a little bit, right? Get rid of those strays, right? Even if you feel like you're a little brow challenged, get rid of the strays and it'll change the whole look. Um, you know, the pomades no have come out. There are no strays. There is just no, no strays. <laughs> I'm painting on my brows every day. Yeah. Hey, listen, I want to be able when, to, have you, to close this out, Christian. I want to be able to talk with you because you've created a couple unique products that help makeup artists. So let's speak to our professionals in our industry and those people that have done it. You've got, we got a, a few minutes before we're going to close, but share with us real quick okay. what, um, what those products are that you created. Well, it's called War Paint Armor. Once again, WPA, like War Paint Academy. Um, and basically what it is, uh, I was in um, uh, South Carolina on vacation, and uh, my girlfriend at the time had come back with a, with, a, with a wristband that you, like, cleaned your brushes with, and she bought it, like, I don't know, TJ Maxx or something like that. And I was like, wow, oh, that'd be cool to have, like, a wristband to put your brushes on. So I designed one. Um, I went on the Internet. I didn't find anything that was like it. Um, so I designed basically a Z palette wristband that holds your brushes and all of the shadows and and powders and blushes that you're working with at the time, um, to be able to make your life more functionable as a makeup artist, because the challenge is with makeup artistry, especially if you're on set, you're on a photo shoot, you know, you're walking around with crap in your pockets and, you know, you're, you're trying to jumble stuff. Well, here with the, with the war paint armor, it's all on your wrist and it's all done by magnetic and high quality, uh, Velcro. Um, and then we have a, we have a leather version, which is, uh, made from one of the oldest tanneries in the country. Uh, we went really high quality on these things. I didn't want to cheapen it out, send it out to China, you know, and get it made out of pleather. Um, it's all made here in Tennessee. Um, and yeah. then we have another one that's a vegan version. 
Perfect. Tell us how we can find these. Well, you can find them on uh, warpaintarmor.com, um, which is also connected to warpaintacademy.com. They're, they're both linked sites, um, which you can find. And there's pictures of them and videos and, you know, all kinds of fun stuff. We're brand new. Um, so if you want to, you know, learn about one, you can email me um, at Christian at warpaintacademy.com um, or warpaint or, yeah, or warpaint.com. But I'd rather you go to Christian at warpaintacademy.com for right now. Good. So this is how we're going to find out about your academy. We're going to be able to look at these unique products that um, really are very advantageous for uh, uh, busy makeup artists that are that are working on sets and behind the scenes at fashion shows or with celebrities to be able to have everything right there in their possession and be able to move around with it as well. So I think oh, that's gosh, yeah. I mean, that's, it's, yeah, it's got. It's got like I said, you can put your brushes on there. It's got a mixing palette. It's got a cleaning palette. It's got the magnetic palette. So we made interchangeable palettes to be able to go on this one wristband. I mean, unless you wanted to go, you know, like Wonder Woman and wear one on each arm. That's cool, too. Yeah, that's cool. Thanks, Christian, for being a guest today. I, I, I appreciate all that you're doing for the industry and, and look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you for having me, Bonnie. You bet. Absolutely. So everybody, Christian McNally, makeup artist, photographer, uh, and all around great guy. Um, so if you're interested in finding out more, go to warpaintacademy.com. All right, you guys, stick with me here for the month of August. We're talking about all kinds of beauty, and next week we're going to be talking about beauty, skincare, and surgery. Now, I know I've had many doctors on the show, and they've shared some great insights of to be able to give you indications of when to take that step when you want to get past maybe injectables or past makeup to kind of cover up those wrinkles and go for the gusto of some surgery. So we've got some plastic surgeons that um, are going to be joining us next week. They're going to talk about laser procedures as well as all the latest technology in full-on invasive and non-invasive procedures with Dr. Jason Emmer, Dr. Robert Cohen, and then our esthetician specialist, Kim Clark. So be sure to join us next week. Remember that we're always live uh, uh, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern time. And as always, remember to be you in beauty. Thanks, everybody, for joining me. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.